not to get too heavy. Okay. But uh, uh, anxiety uh, seems to be uh, uh, more evident. Maybe we communicate it more uh, amongst my gay friends. Do you do you agree? Um, For your friends. See, I I think. Let me spoke about that. Yeah, I don't have a lot of gay friends. <laughs> so oh, we'll um, talk about this. Yeah. So like a lot, uh, pretty much all my all my closest friends are all uh, breeders. So oh, don't say that. <laughs> <That's a terrible laughs> thing. They so, don't call you faggot. You can't call them breeders. No, no, that is the word we did. That we did have a conversation, especially <laughs> with a couple of my friends. We're like, what words can we call you? I was like, it's not going to call me faggot. So I feel like that's laced with hatred or a bit of aggression. Absolutely. And they're like, yeah, yeah that's okay. We'll, we'll 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 draw a line under the f word. Everything else is fine though. Even between gay friends, I um I don't like to call people. Fag, um, like the other day, because there's you know the show Gimme Gimme Gimme. Yeah. Yeah. So Linda LeHughes, uh, she walks into the room and says to Tom, "All right, you puff." And I, <laughs> so sometimes if it's just like uh, Johnny at work and Stuart at work, I'll, I'll address them that way. All right, you puffs. You know, but it's fine. But I wouldn't. I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel like the F word's not on a, Not. It's not a good one. It's not a good one. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, anxiety. But but with some of your straight friends, are they? Do they communicate it more? Um, yes, no, a wee bit. I don't. I, I don't think I have a lot of friends that have major kind of mental health issues. Sorry, I just burnt myself in a candle. Um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I say, major health issues. I just burnt myself in a candle. Self harming on <laughs> live on the podcast. No, on air. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have a lot of friends with um, major any sort of any sort of mental health issues really. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not something that we've had massive discussions about you you were mentioning um in the uh audio test that like if you get headaches or chest pains it's because of that and i am the the same like i i I like to say i manage migraines because i i do have to manage my uh my diary to make sure i don't get migraines like um even me saying this out loud kind of makes me feel a bit uh, like a migraine wants to come through. But let's say if I said, Mark, come over for dinner, I'll cook you dinner, I'll cut your hair and I'll do a headshot. You know, we'll do a really nice, cool photo or something like that. And because that's three things I love doing, cooking, cutting hair and photography, but that's three skills that need different, uh, attempt, like, you know, the different different skills. Yeah, different you need to wear a different it. hat for each one. Absolutely. If I try to do that all in one session, I will definitely get a migraine. I can almost book the migraine in, you know. Yeah. But if I, so yeah, I'll normally like say, although tomorrow I am doing a haircut and photography, but that's fine because it's just a a tidy up. You're not having to cook dinner for them afterwards. Not having to cook dinner for them afterwards. (laughs) I think Arthur might find it weird if the model Sam comes home. Um, But but yeah, so since, and I've kind of learned that in the last five or 10 years, um, because before that, like in my 20s, you know, I thought I could do it, could do everything all in one day. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, you know, no one can. And and so since I've become more aware of that, I've been so much better at avoiding migraines, you know. You're and pacing yourself. But then what then did rear its ugly head for a while was chest pains. And it, it was because of anxiety and um and I thought I, I thought it was something physically wrong, like maybe I ate, ate something wrong, or like sometimes I'll um, I used to you know before I recognised what it was, and then you know um, 
ensure I don't over do it and over over agree to stuff. Um, I'll even be doing a haircut and I'll have this thing where I just I can't exhale enough. You know, it's just like, and it's like, because when it's happening, you're like, oh God, I, I think I'm having a panic attack, but you can't do it through a haircut. Um, can't have a panic attack through a haircut because obviously the client thinks that, what's he doing? But, uh, but yeah, as, as uh, uh, so I just have to make sure that I just don't say yes to too much stuff. It's almost like you're holding your breath during the haircut and you forget yeah, to breathe. To yeah, stop, to stop that panic attack from coming in, I have to kind of like, <gasps> breathe in, hold, and then breathe out. <sighs> slowly and actually the masks have made a good uh, a big difference for that because it has happened yeah actually it has happened recently with because it happened with masks on maybe because it was because of the masks maybe but uh the guy the boy was i had one client who uh changed his mind at the end of the haircut and i had to re pretty pretty much do a whole new haircut in like 10 minutes while the next client came in and he was a really nice chap and, you know, we get on really well. And I felt kind of like um, I was still hyped up in um, fight mode from the from the previous client. And then also I knew the sectioning pattern I was doing on this this new young chap. Fortunately, it was like with just his work, wasn't clippers and stuff like that. Um, and I had to do like breathing exercises, like for half the haircut, hoping, and I kept saying, dude, like, just put your head forward there. Cause I didn't want him like, looking like, what is he doing? But I was fine by the end of it, but I recognized what it was. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, just, just acknowledge like, okay, this is a, this is a panic attack and it will pass. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the difference. Like I, um, it's kind of that difference between like panic attacks and anxiety attacks. And like, I, um, went through a phase of having panic attacks quite regularly and, um, yeah, it was just really challenging. It was quite difficult just to like do your regular daily stuff because it was happening quite a lot. And then um, a couple of months ago, I started getting um, really bad chest pains and I actually thought I had uh, heartburn. I thought I had like, really bad heartburn. Yeah, so I was yeah, taking I Rennie's and stuff and it was just wasn't going away. And it was about three weeks and then I went to... Um, oh, during that three weeks, um, I was um, sitting in my friend's house having lunch. And um, sitting chatting to her about some stuff that was going on in my life at the time, and um, f- just felt this like this pain in my chest and my heart was racing. And I watched it on my Apple Watch, and I watched my heart rate jump from sixty six beats per minute to one hundred and sixty seven mm. beats per minute. And I was sitting at a table like for no mm. reason at all. And it's the first time I've ever seen such a kind of physical reaction to whatever we were talking about. It's obviously just like brought it on, and. Um, when I went, ended up going back to the doctors because I thought I had this heartburn, they were like, no, it's, they, they, t- they tested me for loads of things. Um, and they were like, no, it's probably, it's just anxiety. Like, yeah. you're just, he was like, and I was like, but I've had anxiety attacks before and they've never been like physically painful. Yeah. Um, and I was like, but it was a totally different sensation, a totally different situation. Yeah. It's horrible. These are the things that parents don't talk to you about as well because, you know, as you become a, an adult, um, and I used to think, God, my parents must have had these. And when I think back, I'm like, yes, they, 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 they did. But obviously, it's like when, like in my family, if parents had money troubles, they, you didn't know about it, you know. Um, just like all this type of adulting, you know, like they don't, they don't, I guess you're not going to sit this seven year old down and say like, there are going to be times in your life where <laughs> someone will talk about something and your heart rate will go up and you think you're going to die. 
but <laughs> it's like probably not the best thing to say. So, but you know what? It gets better. Life gets better. But uh, no, I, I also think that um, like things like this podcast, you know, I think it's important to to break life up with fun things and like actually make space for that. And I'm not just talking about squeezing in a coffee with a friend because that can be more stressful, I think. Oh, 100%. You know, to say like, I have to meet up with so-and-so because I haven't seen them for, you know, three months. And then you're trying to catch up in 45 minutes and then you leave and like, no, I think, I, th- I think like what, one thing I love to do when uh, friends organize it <laughs> or we organize it is when you go away for f- a few nights together and have some really good downtime together, you know, in a cottage or even in a city break hotel. Um, even if it's just overnight, if you go to like someone lives in Glasgow or Newcastle and you just go overnight, spend the night there. That's so like it creates yeah, memories, 100%. not to sound like a Hallmark car, but it's true. No, 100 percent. I am um, just I was in Glasgow a couple of weeks ago um, and I stayed with a friend because you can relax. And it, more. Yeah, 100 percent. It was just because um, I guess for you, it's often about how am I getting home? Because obviously yeah, I'm out in out in the streets. <laughs> Thanks the, for continually bringing that up, Ian. In the burbs, <laughs> um, and yeah, no, I think having that whole kind of overnight stay thing um, definitely kind of increases that quality time. Yeah, I think it, yeah, because it feels you can just relax. Like the bases are covered; you don't have to worry about getting home. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind yeah. of thing. Like the 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 stresses of a standard night out are all stripped away. Yeah, and you can just focus on kind of being. Being present in the moment. Absolutely. We, we um, the last time we did it was before lockdown, well before COVID. Um, so it would have been two thousand and nineteen, and it was in Perthshire somewhere. And Arthur rented this lovely cottage, uh, but it was it was about half an hour drive away from the closest town. And we know this because when we got there, the cottage was nice. Uh, we think it may have been cleaned like two weeks before and not then touched because the beds were damp, but whatever. And there was no freezer. Everything was perfect, was, but there was just no freezer. Fortunately, it was cooler. And Anne, who, who bought all the food, uh, she had all these cool bags and, and ice blocks, big ice blocks, you know. And we just kept it in the, in the shade at the back and that, that, that was fine. But it was very odd to not have a freezer and yet you're that far away from um, a, a shop. Anyway, um, but it was so good because I think we're there for three nights and um, Anne stayed on for another two nights, but it had nice walks, stuff like that. And that's when, speaking of going back to martinis, um, there was one night where we made, I just kept making jugs of martini because there was four of us and uh, I just kept topping people up. But because it's a clear liquid, you don't realise what... Oh, it got crazy. It got <laughs> so... Like, I didn't realise that four people could go without having drugs just go off that much you know and the next day we were all quite gray but because when you're when you're on holiday and you're not working a hangover isn't as gloomy oh yeah it's kind of like oh god it's an excuse to eat food and watch telly exactly yeah we said oh we'll we'll uh (laughs) we'll blow the cobbles away and go for a walk and arthur got out his map because we're going to do this it's called the shahalian i think it's called but there's a big hill out there yeah I'm, I'm, I'm probably mispronounced that, but that's fine. Um, but it was it was a bit like low f- foggy, so or misty or something like that. Anyway, so we wouldn't have had any views up there. So Arthur's like, "We'll just walk from the cottage, cool." And uh, he had the map out, and so walking through this kind of forestry thing it was lovely. And Arthur's like, "Okay, we're going to go off piste a little bit um, because there's a nice, according to the map, there's a nice little waterfall down there." So we're like, "Oh, okay." So we went off piste a bit, and then obviously the first thing we noticed was the, the ground was very soft; it was very absorbent. It was like pretty much like a sponge. 
and it oscillated between uh, ankle deep wet to to knee deep wet. Anyway, so we got to the waterfall waterfall area. Beautiful. Oh, had our lunch, had some photos. Lovely. And Arthur's like, well, according to this map, if we continue this way, and he pointed over the little river, um, you know, it'll we'll come back round, you know, to the house. It didn't. Um, the things that he was pointing at were burns. Is that what you call it? Little, little streams. Little river yeah. Shore. He's like, there's a, there's a path there. No, no, no. That was a little river. Well, uh, it got about five hours in to a two-hour walk. Our hangover was well and truly gone. I lost my humour a few times. And at one point, panic did rise and it had a um, laxative effect on me. But fortunately, nothing happened. But I just couldn't talk for a while. Uh, at one point, we got to this bit where we're like, we couldn't see anything. There was nothing around. It was just, and Arthur was like, well, I think if we just go through these ferns and then Arthur, we assumed that the ferns would maybe come up to our knees. And so I jumped down from the rock and the fern, I disappeared. We're like, we can't go that way. For, for Anyway, very, very long story short, we did finally come to a road, which we like, I, I think I got down on my knees and kissed. Because at least from that road, we knew there was another good 45 minute walk to the cottage, but we knew we were on the right, literally on the right track. So Anne and I, because we're quicker, we, we started walking ahead and we we're just chatting about life and stuff. And anyway, about 20 minutes into the walk, a car overtakes, which rarely happened. And I, I looked up and Anne was, had her head down. And I saw Arthur, my beloved husband, and our friend Derek in the back seat, looking back and then ducking down. Anne was continuing her story about work. And I'm like, okay, because at this point, Bearing in mind, we'd all lost our humour. Ira had come back, left, and then come back again. I said, and I don't know how to tell you this, but that car that passed a few minutes ago, she's like, yes? And I said, I think, well, I know that Arthur and Derek were in the back seat. And she's like, no, they wouldn't do that? Because they were quite far behind us because Derek had a bit of a, a limp at the time. Um, not a mince. He actually had a limp, like, you know, and that walk didn't help. So... Anyway, so, but the, the funny thing was we had that, the house key. What actually happened for them was they were walking along, limping, and Derek said to Arthur, if a car pulled over right now and, and said, would, do, do you want to lift? Would you take it? And Arthur's like, maybe. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, there's the doorbell. Who's at the door? Anyway, it got awkward. Hold that thought. <laughs> And at the door today, we have... <laughs> it's not a secret it guest. A, it was a hot chavvy man, you know. Hot chavvy like man. Like beefy chavvy. Love a beefy oh. boy. Oh. Oh, come in. Give me a beef and a whiff of an asbo and I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you're, but anyway, but apart from, from that near fallout of friendships, um, it was one, like, it was, it's, it was one, it's one of the best ways to kind of chill out and connect with friends. We should do it sometime. You, me, Sabrina, and Arthur. I think so, true. Find a cottage. Love that. I love that journey for us. Do you do, do you have a holiday in Scotland? The sheer planned. No, in no. general. Like, do you like holidaying in Scotland? Uh, I've never done it. <laughs> I don't think I've never... I, Are you Scottish? Yeah. How do you mean? 
you've never never holidayed. Like, like, I'm, like I, I'm not going away this year, so I guess I'm holidaying in Scotland. <laughs> like, I'm on holiday and no, I'm in Scotland. No, I mean, you actively go to another town or you hire a cottage. No, I've never done it. Oh, gosh, okay. That's maybe oh, no, no, that's a lie. What? That's a lie. I absolutely just lied, barefaced lied. Um, I went away with my auntie and my... Um, and her kids, my cousins... Um, and we went to a yurt um, oh, off cool. on the west coast. It was on a loch and it was part of like a water sports place. Beautiful. And we had like three days of like water. Sp- like I love an activity. A clearly. Like I'm a running, jumping, climbing trees. I mean, have you seen me? I'm in like an athleisure Oh my wear. God. It's exactly- that, this is who I am. <laughs> he's these ready. Days. He's ready. This is who I am these days. And I wear athleisure wear. I drink out of a protein shaker. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. And uh, we went away to this, uh, this water sports place and we did like three days of... Um, activities it was great so you had like a morning activity and an afternoon activity and we did like a water slide there was like a water there was like an inflatable water theme park That's thing awesome. it sounds like a retreat we did a uh, kayaking mm-hmm. we did windsurfing um oh, what was how long did? ago was this oh before 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 before, COVID. before big rona before, showed our head before that bath ruined our lives um yeah so maybe like the early part of 2019 it was hilarious though because my cousins are um much younger one's just turned 18 so at the time he probably would have been about 16 and his younger brother was probably about i don't know maybe 12 at the time and um we were there and i so i was i i'm one of these people that i'm not the best at anything but i can turn my hand to a lot of things i'm quite handy i'm quite good at stuff and i can pick I'm things up quite except quickly. for scones i can't do scones oh scones are easy fuck off <laughs> and uh we went and every so everything like the windsurfing the kayaking and my cousins quite quickly got really annoyed that um i was able to pick these things up quite quickly <laughs> to the point where one of them literally was shouting at my auntie being like no i don't understand how's he just good at everything i'm on a wind uh, like a uh, windsurfing board a, what is it? A, yeah, windsurfing board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like very slowly going across the loch, like. Hey! Oh, gorgeous! Having a great time. Oh, that's but yeah, nice. they, they, they got quite they got quite angry about the whole situation. You're just too good. <laughs> I'm just gifted. I'm just naturally sports gifted. I just, I just am. Well, just am. You should be in Japan right now. Um, what? Could imagine <laughs> you and Tom Daly. Um, what is um, a yurt? Is like a wooden. Tent basically. Oh yeah, it's like a big tent. Did, you, kind of you, ra- did you have to bring the bed- bedding? No, no, there was like futons inside it. Oh, okay. So there was like different camping options. Right. So you could just camp. You could bring your own tent. There was oh. a couple of lodges. There was a couple of yurts. There was a safari tent, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. Like proper, like kind of um, Tarzan and Jane style. Awesome. Um, which is good in good weather. Yeah, which is great in good weather. And it was, I think it was a wee bit drizzly, but I thought generally it was okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, paddleboarding was the other thing we did. Um, but generally, yeah, it was, it was great. I quite enjoyed the year. Oh. I love a good card game. Yes. Um, I remember Matty brought this <laughs> board game called Labyrinth as well, right. which is all like sliding tiles. Yes, you played I've it. seen that, yeah. Um, which they were very good at and I wasn't, um, which is unusual. Cause again, See, that sounds like a perfect trip away i love all I love that. that and who, what about food how do you get food um we cooked one night there was like a barbecue outside i think mm. um yeah i think we cooked and then because i remember doing marshmallows and stuff as well on the fire 
S'mores. S'mores. I tried s'mores on the, we've got a fire, it's not a fire pit, a fire cabinet out there. And I thought, oh, I'd make it. So, but, but the lazy British way was you get two digestives and in between you put um, a square of chocolate, a marshmallow, and then, well, so one digestive, square of chocolate, marshmallow, and then another digestive and then wrap it in foil, put it on heat and let it all melt. In theory, it worked. Did it work? I don't think it worked. The taste was good, but I mean, all you're eating is just slightly melted. So I don't know how the Americans do it. So yeah, I'm not sure either. But, but it is. It, it was what it was. But yeah, it was. It was good. Good. No. Yeah. No. I think. Yeah. I think it's it's good to um, actively plan time away with these people because then it's it's a lot less stressful and you just you know you connect so much better. You know. Yeah. Uh, for my my friend Chris, he had a fortieth, and um, we he hired out those seventeen of us, um, uh, a Kellis house, uh, just outside his hometown of Elgin, and it was a lovely big house. And at uh, one one night, we stayed up really late. I mean, this is like two a.m. We decided to play hide and seek, and I was hiding in a what they called like it was basically like it was like a study, you know. Uh, at the corner of the house. <laughs> no fucker found me. <laughs> I was literally lying there. And I, I, at one stage, I got a bit freaked out, spooked out, because I couldn't hear anyone for about 10 minutes. 20 minutes passed, and I just got bored, and I came out. And everyone was, like, sitting in the... Oh, there you are. <laughs> Did no one think to even come to that part of the house, you know? But no, that, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. But uh, I... Because I, we're going into... To, this is still, obviously, we're in the middle of summer now. Um... So, but uh, I was thinking, like, when, when, when things cool down a bit more and uh, we can use the fire cabinet again, because obviously it's just ridiculous to use it now, I'd like to have more parties, as, as obviously as society kind of relaxes a bit more, people get more vaccinated. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had, I had my garden all done at the start of the year and I've not really had a chance to use it. Yes. Because you um, had a birthday party, but I can't I, I had come a birthday party. Because I work June, on a sad day. Which is... <laughs> entirely acceptable and um yeah I, I had a birthday party so i've had a small party but again it was like what 10 people or something like yeah. I think at the time um so yeah we could have a proper blowout yes absolutely um yeah i can't remember i think so my fist student lighting up is it <laughs> love Goodness. a fist student. i've got these friends who i'm seeing i'm seeing one uh, this afternoon uh, james just for some reason every time i'm with james i i just it's not his fault either. I get paralytic if there's alcohol involved. So it'd be nice because I'm seeing we're, we're doing my first. He's been doing it for a while, but jujitsu. I can't say it very quickly. Um, so I'm a bit nervous, but we'll see. So I won't be drinking obviously through that. That yeah. would be weird. But afterwards. But afterwards. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing says jujitsu like a good pint afterwards. <laughs> but a blowout is a blowout, and but um, you know, as you've probably noticed with your nubile age of 30 <laughs> that hangovers do last longer you know i've just i've just not been drunk i've not the opportunity good <laughs> i'd love to be drunk oh i love the buzz i love yeah i like i like being tipsy drunk uh when i get sloppy obviously and i know it's like there's always this sober person in my head saying okay ian you're being ridiculous oh so i don't have that guy right and but then i sometimes i've had to literally set up camp in the downstairs bathroom because 
just because just my body just, just trying to purge everything. <laughs> but yeah, but it's always a good laugh, you know. So no, I am. Um, I'm taking this whole healthy eating thing very seriously. And very at this point, seriously. I'm just very. Last week, I lost five and a half pounds. Wow, stunning, great. right? Well stunning. I'm very proud of myself. What did you eat? Nothing. No, but you know, I, I ate quite well. Have you been eating more? Just no. better. I've just been eating better. Okay. Maybe slightly less. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think to having, I think as soon as I have to start tracking alcohol, I'll realise how much is in alcohol and then it'll put me off drinking. So I'm just not doing that just now. What's your drink of choice though? Oh, I love a gin. See, that's not so bad calorie-wise. Calorie yeah. But obviously, the, the, the problem is is the hangover makes you crave bad foods and stuff like that. Yes. And obviously, as the alcohol breaks down, you know, your, your body's in trying to deal with that. But then it's probably all the tonic water as well. Yeah, you can get slim line. But yeah, if you said something like, oh, I love pints or stout or um, red wine, that's very rich. Yeah, no, 100%. I am, um, there's a brewery quite near my house and uh, my friends are all really into beers and kind of craft beers and IPAs and stuff. And uh, they opened their uh, beer garden and they put a container in and they put a whole pizza oven. And they, so oh, they were doing like the, their beers, but then also like freshly thingied pizzas. And uh, yeah, that was stunning. But the calories, I can just yes, of course, <laughs> horrific. Yeah, you just just fast the next day, which you're probably not going to do. You know, no, so. but you know, this is hilarious. So I am um, obviously I've been tracking my calories. It's made me very aware of what's in different foods. And did you know? Go on. That there is, like, in in so in like a like a like a Domino's style pizza or a Papa John's pizza, like one slice. Yeah. It's like almost four hundred calories. Why? Per slice. Is it, I guess it's the oil in it. I, I don't know if it's the bread or the... I don't know. So, order, order a Pub John's last night and ate three slices. <laughs> oh, God. And limited myself and just had three slices. Yeah, yeah. And I tracked them and I was still under 700 calories for the day. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. It's like, like that book, French Women Don't Get Fat. You know, if you... Um, maybe not Papa John's pizzas. There are other right. pizzas available, everyone. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Support your local pizzeria. <laughs> um, you know, if you, I like, I like, I like desserts and rich foods and stuff like that. But if you try to keep it small, you know, you know, if I had like, if some like Stuart at work, he keeps bringing in um, uh, Greg's donuts, and that, that's that's my weakness, you know. But uh, but yeah. Otherwise, I try to keep it like small and rich, you know. And that's yeah. that's how, I, you know. So I'm, I'm still getting things I like, but just not. Huge I used to be yeah. I used it. to be bad at, at at just eating, gorging yourself. Gorging, yeah. yeah, and just until I feel sick, like Christmas full sick, you know. Yeah. But I'm I'm getting better. At that. See, that's where I'm at. Like I have no self control when it comes to food. I am an absolute vacuum cleaner. So like, <laughs> if there is food still kicking about. I'm going to eat it. Oh, yes. That's why I don't like buffet restaurants because like somebody needs to tell me when that plate is empty because <laughs> if the option for more food is there, I would eat. I'm like a Labrador. Like I would eat until I'm fully in cardiac arrest, like on the floor, having a stroke. Like it's not a good place to Does eat. it not affect your sleep? I, like I don't sleep well anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, if, you, if you have like, indigestion, it doesn't matter. You oh, know, but just... I don't really get indigestion. But regardless of what I eat, like my, yeah, my sleep's pretty poor. Okay. What time do you go to bed? Um, like 10. Mm, that's not too bad. Sometimes watch something on the iPad till about 11. Mm, you mean porn? Mm, no, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that route on this podcast. 
on this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then what, you don't sleep through or? Um, yeah, I don't sleep through or I get a couple hours and wake up and then I'm awake. Mm. Um, but generally it's, I, I either um, can't get to sleep, so like don't sleep until 5, 6 a.m. And then oh my I'll, God. And then I'll fall asleep for an hour and wake up feeling oh, that's the worst. You might as well not sleep. 100%. So what, you just stare at the ceiling all night? Yeah. Oh, God. Roll about. Uncom- I, I, I don't think we should unpack this, but I'm curious. <laughs> I, I'm all right. I, um, I just, I'm very, I'm quite uncomfortable most of the time. Mm. Um, like, I think just being quite a large human being, um, I like, I don't like being particularly warm. Like, mm-hmm. I just, so, um, don't you I have just a big, find it hard to like, do you need a bigger bed? I mean, I've got a king size. It's pretty big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've found lately because of... So I... My health thing at the moment is what they call sleep hygiene, you know. So so I've been... I'll be thinking about going to bed at about 8.30 and then bed for 9, you know. Um, and then I find if I sleep, fall asleep at 9, even if I wake up at 2... I'm a lot better at falling back asleep. I might get up at two, have a cup of tea, do some Lego maybe until three, and then I fall back asleep until five. So when you wake up, you get up? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. If I can, I'll try to, I'll try to roll over and go back to sleep. But um, if if sleep isn't coming, I will get up, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but I find that will also happen if I, like, do something silly and stay awake till midnight watching something, I'll still wake up at two or three, you know, and then be up for that hour. And then I'll still get up at five. So actually, it actually, it's better if I go to bed early. And is that when you usually get up at five? Five, yeah. What makes you want to get up at five? With my, my, my whole family's like, even on days off, I get up at five. It's just what my family does. But why? I don't know. I'm not good at sleeping in. I'm better at like what I just did earlier. So I got up early this morning, still went to the gym and stuff like that. But then I went and had a nap. Yeah, I, I function better that way. Um, I, I find if I try to sleep in, um, I get cramps. I get restless. I I think God, there's other things I could be doing. So I'm much better going back to bed. But uh, but yeah, for me, it's it's I have a lot more patience. I'm finding at work with clients and staff if I go to bed early. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. I think my but problem... you feel like sometimes you feel like you're missing something, don't you? If you go to bed early. Are like you gonna miss something? It's like oh, see, I, I don't get the full more. Okay, yeah. I don't really get it. I don't get it now, but because I live on my own, it's like well, <laughs> if I'm not awake, <laughs> nothing's happening. <laughs> I'm gonna miss a joke from the walls. Totally, I doesn't. It's not. Uh, yeah, I don't get the full more, but yeah, maybe that's better. Maybe I should just get up because sometimes I will like yeah, yeah, be awake until late, and then, or even if I wake up early, so I wake up at like six or seven. If I'm not needing to get up then I might mm. just like laze about for another hour or so and it probably just makes me feel worse. I didn't want to get the dog in the habit of expecting me to get up that early though. No, of course, yeah. So on the days where, you know, maybe you're only getting in at 4am, you don't <laughs> want the dog at 5am to be like, breakfast! And yeah, you're exactly. like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, get it or read. I think it's, it's, it's good not to look at a screen though. If you can try to avoid, yeah. like, your phone and stuff or and TV. I would like to read more. I have a problem um, picking books. Okay, yeah. I find it, yeah, I find it quite difficult to pick a new book. Yeah. Um, 
I have the yeah. I've I've uh, I, I I used to read a lot. Um, I have less patience now, funny enough, for novels. But you know, I'll still like reading magazines or, or, or stuff like that. But anyway, that was a very random episode. Yeah, no, <laughs> it didn't have really focus. spinal. So didn't exactly, it? didn't have a focus at all. But I loved it. I loved that. But yes, lovely to speak to you, Mark. Uh, as always, <laughs> the feelings it's mutual. It's always good to speak to me. The feelings Mark. mutual. <laughs>